Hello, hello, welcome back to On The Dime Podcast. Today we are going to be talking about the top 10 point guards coming into this NBA season. At number 10, we got Mike Conley. Mike Conley is on the older side of the point guards. He's on a brand new team, which should be very, very good for Mike Conley. He's with the best players he's ever played with, the best shooting guard, the best center he's ever played with, and... Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. No offense to Mark Gasol, but Rudy is better. And I mean, he is going to be in a big leadership role. He is going to have to take a step back from being really the offensive, mean offensive player he was back in Memphis. And he's going to have to give, uh, give the role to Donovan Mitchell. And at number nine, we got Trey Young. Trey Young, of, of course, a very young player still. He's only entering his second season in the NBA. I think he's at number nine with all this room to improve. I mean, Trey Young. Let's see. Trey Young. Let's see how many points Trey Young averaged. I mean,. In his rookie season, he averaged 19 points, 3.7 rebounds, and 8.1 assists. It wouldn't surprise me if Trey Young is able to average 23 points next year. Actually, expect that. Expect Trey Young to average 23 points in this upcoming NBA season and be in line for the most improved player of the year. Now at number seven. This is going to come as a shocker, but I got Chris Paul. He is, of course, way down from last year. He is aging rapidly. And he's been very injury prone in the last few years. Of course, he's on a new team in Oklahoma City Thunder. After the trade happened, of course, when Westbrook is now going to play for the Houston Rockets. And who knows how long he is going to be playing for this Thunder squad. Thunder said they'll keep him if he wants to stay or if he wants to leave, they'll trade him. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing him on a Miami or I wouldn't mind seeing him on the, the Wolves. So Towns has a good point guard to play with and then the Wolves can get off this Andrew Wiggins contract which is terrible but it's kind of trading a bad contract for a bad contract who knows how that's going to work out in the long run now at number six I got Russell Westbrook of course he's on a new team with the Houston Rockets he has a new old teammate in James Harden James Harden is, of course, going to be the main ball handler, and I would like to see how Westbrook can take a step back from being the ball dominant point guard that he was to having James Harden handle the ball more. I mean, he did show a bit of it when Paul George was in Oklahoma City, but who knows? And he's still a young-ish. I mean, but with these young these not really young with these very athletic bouncy point guards they tend to break down fast so I don't know I would like to see how much Russell Westbrook still has 
in the tank and how many games he'll actually play. It wouldn't surprise me if he plays around more of the 60 game game since they have James Harden like to each play about 60 games so they will be ready for the postseason so they can make a dramatic push for the post for the heavy postseason in the West. And, like, I don't see him lasting much longer in the NBA. Probably four more seasons, maybe five more seasons max for Russell Westbrook, which is sad to see him go. I mean, he probably will retire pretty young unless he's willing to take kind of the role that Vince Carter took and be that very um, teammate that teaches these young players how to be in the NBA. Now at number five. I have the Angelo Russell. The Angelo Russell, of course, is a, oh, not sorry. The Angelo Russell is number seven. The Angelo Russell, of course, is on a new team with the Oklahoma with the not the Oklahoma City Thunder with the Warriors. He is going from the number one playing option to the number two and eventually the number three in February. And who knows in February with Clay Thompson coming back, he could be traded to another team for a better small forward like Evan Turner. But I know that wouldn't really make sense for the Portland Trailblazers. Actually, I think Portland Trailblazers traded Evan Turner. Let me check Evan Turner. Oh, sorry, they traded Evan Evan Turner's. My bad. They actually Evan Turner is not on the Blazers anymore. So I would like to see who who would be able to trade him. Maybe a guy Nari. For from Oklahoma City, so Oklahoma City can get off that contract. And I mean, there's a lot of rumors going around. I would hate to see him be like, "Oh, I'm here to help you guys." But if they stay, he's a that would be a very small one. At number six, Ben Simmons. Now the reason I have Ben Simmons so low is because he doesn't have a jump shot. I know we're seeing these videos of him having a jump shot. But that's not in the NBA. That's a pickup game. Is he really going to be able to pull up, pull up and shoot a wide open three in the NBA? No. He's not going to be able to do this in the NBA. This is pickup games. Let's be honest. It's not going to happen. He's going to be the same player as last year. And he doesn't get along with Javel Embiid. He just got this contract, which I'm surprised. The 76ers will soon have to decide if they want to keep Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid. If they were smart, they would trade Ben Simmons. Maybe that's why. Give him a contract, a bigger contract, so he so they can get a better player and return the trade. So the contracts kind of match up. But otherwise, he's a very I hate to be so negative about Ben Simmons. He's a very good floor general. Basically, I really don't. I think Ben Simmons is as good as a player as everybody says he is. I think he's majorly overrated as a player. 
But with that, let's get to number five, Kemba Walker. Of course, Kemba Walker is now in the Celtics. He's playing for Team USA along with Jaden Brown, Jason Tatum, and one other player. There's, I think there's four of them. But, I mean, he's on a way better team than he was with the Warriors, not Warriors, the Hornets. And he has time to show that he's actually a good leader and actually a player worth his contract, not a player that you can just say, oh, fuck you, we're not giving you your full contract uh, contract that you will deserve. I mean, that's ridiculous. They, sh- they should have paid him well more than he deserved but that's their problem I mean okay I was right yeah they only had three players on team USA I mean he's going to be a good leader for the Celtics a way better point guard than Kyrie Irving which is kind of funny because they talked crap about Kyrie Irving without talking crap about Kyrie Irving and like he has very good teammates. I mean, Gordon Hayward, It's hopefully he'll improve. It took about two years for Paul George to get back to the player he was. Hopefully, Gordon Hayward can get back to the player he was for being a shadow. Not even a shadow of himself last year in the player he was in the Utah Jazz. It's actually kind of sad that Gordon Hayward doesn't improve. I think his contract comes up that he might not be in the league. I think... A lot of player, a lot of teams are not willing to take that chance on a broken player that was looking to be a very good player on the Celtics, going for contracts and con going for a contract. Let's. I'm checking on Gordon Hayward's contract. Give me a second. Gordon Hayward's contract ends next year. So, yeah, it looks like he's on a player. Op- I think he has a player option for next year, which is, of course, he's going to opt in to. Which, of course, he's going to opt into it if it's $34 million. He's going to definitely opt into that. And then you got Jason Tatum, which every player that plays, every young player that plays or team USA tends to improve dramatically the same thing with Jaden Brown he's going to improve dramatically now at number four we got Kyrie Irving now Kyrie Irving of course is with the Brooklyn Nets being with KD's out he can he has a chance to show that the player he was on the Boston Celtics was just a fluke that just wasn't working out because there was too many people to feed the ball to. And, of course, when you have all these stars and players need the ball, of course, team chemistry is going to suffer. And he honestly has less good players. I mean, you got Karis LeVert and Jared Allen. I mean, that's really... 
it for the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, you got Joe Harris, but he's more of a be-in-the-corner type of guy and wait for the ball to come to him because of how well of a three-point shooter. I mean, yeah, you got Spencer Dimwitty, DeAndre Jordan, but he's overrated. That'll be more of a pick-and-roll. Karis Lovert, who is actually a very good young player. He has Torian Prince as well. Torian Prince is a little bit overrated. I mean, that's really good. They really... They could not make the playoffs. It wouldn't... It wouldn't it would, wouldn't surprise me if the Nets don't make the playoffs, but they will make the playoffs with how bad the East is. Necessarily. Oh, I'm screwing up on my numbers. We're on number two. Uh, number two, I got Damian Lillard. No, Damian Lillard is so close to taking this number one spot. I mean, he made it to the conference finals because he he got the easier side of the bracket. That's the only reason they made it to the conference finals. He got the easier side of the bracket. He didn't go have to go for the Golden State Warriors or the Houston Rockets to get to the conference finals. I think he... Let me check the 2018-19 playoffs. I know he had to go through. He really didn't have to go through anybody. NBA playoff bracket. Sorry, let me check this. Low, 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 low. Yeah, he had to go for the Oklahoma City Thunder, which haven't made it to the conference finals in God knows how long, in like three years. And then he had to, they had to go for the Denver Nuggets. So yeah, they were on the easier side of the bracket. Like if the Jazz were on that side of the bracket, they would have made it to the conference finals, without a doubt. So yeah, their conference final run was a little bit overrated, and then they got swept in the finals. In the conference finals, my bad. I mean, he, he, for my opinion, Damian Lillard is underpaid. Of course, a lot goes into that. And he's very close to being the best point guard in the NBA. Stephen Curry breaks down. A few injuries to Stephen Curry. He loses his quickness. He will be the best point guard in the NBA soon. But on that one, let's get to Steph Curry. He's the best point guard in the NBA. He's been one for some time now. And for obvious reasons. The same reasons. Steph Curry being Steph Curry. The Warriors weren't the same with Steph Curry injured. I mean, they didn't care if Kevin Durant was injured or Klay Thompson. If that player Steph Curry was injured, they lost a lot of games. Because they didn't have that peacemaker in the league. I mean, Kevin Durant, like, stopped talking to his teammates. Like, Draymond Green fired. That Warriors team was a mess. And I have rumors here now that when Kyrie 
Irving and Kevin Durant were having those problems. They didn't talk to their teammate for over a month. And that's really sucks. Sorry for all those numbers mixed up, guys. Tune in to the next one when we next podcast when we talk about the top 10 upcoming shooting guards in this NBA season. And I'll see you on the next one.